Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Did you ever have one of the kids like take a marker to the wall and you just can't get it off? And you're like, I don't know what to do. And then you come home and you're like, well, actually we do have some paint somewhere. Let me like just paint over it so that I don't have to see it anymore. So it actually looks at least normal. A lot of times we see where narcissists want to paint over the truth of the situation. Like the real things that actually happen in between the relationship that you have with them. In between the truth and the fiction, they'd rather say, let's go ahead and gloss over and let's paint over the truth instead of actually owning up to it. And I want to dive in a little bit today to talk about some of that aspect of why narcissists write over the truth, why they paint over it, why they want to rewrite it a lot of times to be able to avoid the things that are inside. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And we do it on all the different platforms by putting small nuggets of truth each and every day. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. If you don't follow us anywhere, look us up under Raw Motivations. If you want to listen to the podcast, we have Apple Music, Amazon Music, uh, was it Spotify, all over the place under Raw Motivations. So you can check it out there. If you love listening to podcasts, then I think you might like listening to the new podcast that we just developed with myself and my wife, Kayla Taylor, but we're actually on called Trauma, Drama, and Life. It's kind of like a slice into our lives, just to give you a little bit of idea of the trauma, the drama, and the lives that we've been living over a period of time, and the pitfalls that we've made, the, the struggles in marriage with being with a narcissist, and dealing with that hurt, and with that trauma. So feel free to check that out. It's called Trauma, Drama, and Life. If you want to work with me one-on-one, would love to interact with you. Just go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones. Some of the things that I focus on is trying to help people rewire their mindset to break out of the trauma bond. The aspect that you know, hey, this is toxic and I don't want to be with this person, but uh, I still feel like I want to be with them. I try to help people rewire their mindset so they can break free, not just physically, but also mentally, so that they're not constantly going back. Then I help people get through the detox phase where it acts like uh, withdrawal symptoms. If you're trying to get away from the narcissist, you're away, but then you're like, oh man, the rumination kicks in and all you can do is think about them. And then I also try to help in the forward momentum of setting up your boundaries, your vision and values so that you don't go back and so that you don't get with a toxic person down the road. Last thing I want to throw out there is we do have a journal that we just released not too long ago called From Fantasy to Reality. If you haven't seen it, you can click on any of the links in the bio. I'll be able to check it out. It's on Amazon from fantasy to reality. And it's got over 100 prompts inside to be able to help you heal, grow, and change. To be able to help you after the narcissistic relationship. To be able to help you focus on yourself during the narcissistic relationship. All that kind of stuff. They're prompts. Because a lot of times they say, hey, you need a journal. You need to get clear on the truth. But want to be able to have an opportunity to provide a resource for you to be able to have those prompts. Instead of just sitting out with a blank piece of paper and being like, I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do. So... Check that out. That's on Amazon as well. Anyways, diving in. Narcissists want to paint over the truth instead of actually owning up to it. 
So we know a lot of times when we talk about narcissists, we say like narcissists lie, right? I mean, that's that's pretty much par for the course. Like if you have a narcissist, you probably also have a liar. Like they're pretty like 98%, 99% of the time always going to go hand in hand. And you think when you think of narcissists lying, like you see like they lie about everything. Like you could have been like where they went, who they're with, like what sandwich they bought, like how much time they spent here, like whatever it might be, they'll literally lie about everything. And we see this like all the time. And a lot of people ask like, is it habitual? Is it instinctual? Like what's actually going on? And it's kind of both. Like it'll flip back and forth really quick to be able to do a self-preservation of let me avoid something. Let me run away from something. So let me lie about it so I don't have to own up to something inside. Now, a lot of times they'll hide relationships, they'll hide vices, they'll hide money, addictions, you know, all these type of things they'll hide and then they'll lie about it and they'll deceive you about it. Typically, we see like two types of lies. We'll see the overt lie, which is just kind of like your plain old lie. Did you do this? No, I didn't do this. Like just a plain old lie. And then you also see the covert lie, which I would call like the lie of omission. Sometimes people are like, well, like they said they forgot, they said this, they said this. And what happens is over a period of time, narcissists leave out bits and pieces of the truth to make you feel like you're getting the whole truth, but there's pieces missing. Oftentimes in those timelines or those thought processes, be like, you really spent three hours going to the store, going to one store to pick up one thing? What actually happened? You know? And so there's different aspects of them trying to tell the truth because it's easiest to tell the truth if it's as close to the truth, but you know, you just leave out bits and pieces. A narcissist oftentimes wants to lie and wants to paint over the truth with how they're going to distort your reality. Now, I've done a couple of videos on how narcissists distort your reality because I think it's in three main ways. Narcissist distorts your reality about looking at the past events, the things that just happened, and explaining to you that those didn't happen the way that you saw them. And maybe even you're doubting or you're, what you're experiencing, what you did experience, maybe something's wrong with you because it obviously didn't happen that way. And sometimes it'll be more, not in the past, but more in the present of like, hey, this isn't what's going on because this is how I'm treating you. This is, I'm going to spend more time with you. I'm going to get you some gifts. We're going to go do this. Like there's like stuff that's happening in the moment that a lot of times is changing your perspective of like, wait a second, like this is, I was going to hold this person accountable, but oh man, they're being so loving. They're being so caring. Like they're getting stuff. We're going places like all that kind of stuff. So it's like in the moment, it's like a shift in perspective. So you don't actually see the actual problem. And then a lot of times narcissists distort your reality by not fulfilling promises. And so they'll say, this is going to happen. I'm going to get change. I'm going to work on myself. I'm, we're going to go on vacation. We're going to do this. We're going to get that house, all this kind of stuff in the future. And it's like, well, it's always trying to avoid something that's in the present. So they distort those realities. If you didn't catch what I was talking about, distorting those realities in those regards is gaslighting, is in the present love bombing, and in the future is future faking. All of those things are the idea of let me get away from the immediacy of the accountability and the responsibility that I'm going through. Because a narcissist oftentimes wants to hide also behind different realities. They want to hide behind stuff that they don't want to view or, or see as real. Sometimes we'll call this splitting or different aspects of like object constancy, like out of sight, out of mind. And as a result, the narcissist will have this relationship here and be like, hey, I'm committed and I love this person. And then they'll go to this relationship over here at the same time. You know, they walk out the door, they go to the next relationship and they're like, I'm here, I'm committed. And it's like the other relationship doesn't exist because in their mind, it's easier to be able to shut that off of like, hey, I love you. I would never cheat on you. I love you. I would never cheat on you. While at the same time, they're being with two different people. 
because when they're in one of those realities, it's like that person, that ex that experience doesn't even exist. So I don't have to actually like lie about it because it doesn't even exist in my mind. And then all they have to do is work on the jump back and forth between the two. So the question still poses like, why paint over the truth? Like why lie? Like, isn't it easier to tell the truth? And a lot of people ask this question. A lot of people wonder of like, you know, why wouldn't you just tell the truth? It's so much easier just to tell the truth. Well, yes, I agree. It is easier to tell the truth, but it's not always easier for everybody. And it's not always easier depending on your upbringing or the stuff that you had to go through to be able to figure out what truth actually meant to you. You see, for a narcissist, actually telling the truth and going to that place of honesty means bringing out a level of vulnerability. A lot of times I talk about honesty and vulnerability. I kind of view honesty as being like the base level. Honest in the past, honest in the present. Then you have honesty 2.0, which is vulnerability. Vulnerability in the past for narcissists, great way to be able to manipulate an empath or someone with sympathy. Vulnerability in the present is honesty 2.0. It's like the next level of being honest of like, I'm not just being honest about where I went or what I did, but I'm also being vulnerable about like how I feel about what's going on inside me. Narcissists really struggle to be able to do that. Because vulnerability is super scary for narcissists. It's scary for a lot of people. A lot of people don't like to engage with vulnerability. They like it when they see it. I'm like, wow, that was really cool. This person was vulnerable. It took a lot of courage. But like, then they turn around and be like, okay, now it's your turn to share. And they're like, ah, like, no, I don't, I don't want to share. Because a narcissist, uh, narcissist and everyone else a lot of times doesn't like to be vulnerable. But for a narcissist, it goes to a whole nother level. Because when vulnerability starts taking place in the narcissist's life, it reveals guilt and shame. It reveals guilt that says, I did something bad, and then it shows shame, hey, I am bad, and as a result, that's deep down inside, I got to make sure that I run away from it, because I don't want to handle the accountability and the responsibility of the people that I've hurt, of the things that I've done, of the shit that's inside, of like who I think I am, of who I am inside, of who I was told I was inside, like all different types of things that release and reveal guilt and shame. A huge aspect of narcissism is literally shame avoidance. It's like, I want to do anything I can to not be impacted with shame, to not have shame come into my life and reveal accountability, responsibility, and expose the bad parts in me. So I got to be able to push it down. I got to be able to compartmentalize it. I got to be able to box it up and project it onto you. Anything I can do to get away from shame so that I don't have to deal with it. And oftentimes that shame and guilt end up going hand in hand that make it extremely hard for not just to actually be honest with what's going on. So in their minds, it's a lot easier to see the thing that they're trying to avoid and just gloss over it, paint over it, ignore it, move on as fast as they can because they don't want to deal with the reality of what just came out of what was just exposed, of what was just held accountable or said, hey, this is your responsibility because you did this. When I talk about shame, guilt is also the same way. It's very repulsive. A lot of people are like, narcissists don't have guilt. They do, but it's like very quick. A lot of times it's like you stick your hand in a boiling pot of water. You're going to jerk your hand back out as quick as possible because it hurts. Well, for a narcissist, it has the same mental and emotional like response of like, let me get back from this guilt as fast as possible so that I don't have to own up and I don't have to be accountable for the actions that I've caused. And you have to remember that narcissists do not want to be honest because it reveals the shame in their life. And it reveals the aspect that who they are is not who they say they are. It reveals the aspect that the mask that they're putting up actually isn't the real person. 
And so that re- that re- result of that is to run away from vulnerability, run away from honesty to the best of their ability so that they don't have to engage with it. It's that shame avoidance of like, let me gloss it over. Let me move past it. The past is in the past. Let's not bring it up. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to deal with the guilt and the shame that I have inside.